0: Hey guys, what's going on? It's Drew, sample of the sample hour. Hey, I'm getting ready to go to Los Angeles in the morning. I want to get another episode out before the end of the week. And I was like, man, what's a short episode? Then my good buddy Daniel Freeman said, hey, Drew, what's with that Hogtoberfest audio? And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get that out. So here you guys go. It's year two of Hogtoberfest. Um, it was the third annual one, even though there was two that happened last year uh, I just think that's funny so um had a great time at hogtoberfest once again. I'd actually gotten super sick that week and um missed the first day, but you know i'm I'm super happy that I could be a part of everything um and uh and that I could record this podcast and kind of give you guys a taste of what can happen when you, you know, find other people that you share similar values with. It's a lot of people that couldn't come out this year that came out last year. Um, but yeah, I, I think forming a real world community, um, is just powerful. And I think, you know, having good people around you that you share some of your values with is, is really powerful as well. So I want to shout out, um, Joe Siff and jennifer green had a great time with them last night um they were in town so if you guys are in town and you want to have a drink with me or meet up and you're in driving distance i mean i'm, I'm gonna meet up with you like it's important to me so feel free to hit me up um if you guys come around but um yeah so uh this episode we have daniel freeman from the regen dads podcast if you guys haven't checked it out yet Give it a listen. They're pretty quick. They're good episodes. Um, I like them. It's a little bit. uh, They're kind of granola crunchy hipsters in denial, but that's still still a really good show. Uh, My buddy Michael Jordan. You know the Bee Whisperer, uh, Dan Bokris. Of course, Greg Burns. Luke Burns is on there quite a bit. I talked to Nate and Jake on here. Uh, Sean Brown jumped in. I got I got as many people to jump in as I could. Um, So. Let's talk about some affiliates. So I'm really getting tired. And I'm sure you guys are too. of seeing the same DM affiliates all the time. So I'm going to just make it quick. Uh, whatever I don't mention, it's in the show notes. Look at the show notes. I have plenty of affiliates. But I don't think you guys really want to hear me say the same shit over and over again. So I'm not going to. So Nature's Image Farm. They have turkeys. Put in your deposits. Come and butcher your own turkey. I mean, get that experience. You, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your family. Um, it, you also get 10% off on all nursery stock with code word sample and free shipping. So if you're not in Ohio, you don't want to come butcher your own turkey. You want to get some, some plants for the fall or for the spring and you want to get them now or even if you still want to try to plant now because you're crazy, you can do that too. Um, 10% off, um, free shipping. If if Nature's Image Farm doesn't have stock of something, go to newfarmsupply.com. Grant Schultz has stuff ready to go for the spring. You can order it now. 10% off, free shipping. Check it out. If you guys want to become patrons, I just loaded uh, a Charles Hugh Smith exclusive Patreon episode. Him and I talked. We're going to start doing Patreon only content for my Patreon and his Patreon once a month. Um, it's a dollar. All you guys need is a dollar and you can get, get, get episodes before they come out. This is going to be coming out on Patreon before it comes out. Um, so yeah. And usually it doesn't have me talking beforehand. So unless you guys really enjoy that, um, which I guess a lot of people do. So, uh, or PayPal, if that link's not working, let me know. I'm really kind of tired of PayPal, but it's a good way to send me money if you want to send me money. I know it's just paypal.me slash sample hour. I think that's it. So if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll take a look and see what the hell is going on with it. I'll check, check actually right now. Um, and that is it. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, looking forward to hopefully getting some content at the Renegade University event this weekend. Um, I just actually was on School Sucks too. So if you guys don't listen to School Sucks, check out the School Sucks project. We had our roundtable for the School Sucks event. Um, I feel like I talked way too much, but you guys, if you like listening to me talk, you might like that. (laughs) That's all I got, guys. Enjoy this show. All right, guys, we're here live at day three of Hawktoberfest. I am joined by a lot of people on my right. I have the host of the Regen Dads podcast, Mr. Danielle Freeman. Howdy, everybody. Across from me right now with the microphone is Dan
1: Borkos. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) And
0: then to my left, I have the man, the myth, the legend himself. Greg, the Lumber Squatch and the, the home of the, the, the creator of the Lumber Squatch posse, Mr. Greg Burns and his son Luke right on his, right on his lap. Oh. Yeah, Luke. <laughs> 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 Luke's got his own little microphone because he wanted to be cool like us. As soon as he saw the mics, he just started talking. Into it. then we have Michael Jordan here as well. Everybody be friendly. Yeah. Be the change.
2: Be the change. Be the lighthouse, man. That's what I got today. Yeah. I got a great, great note from Greg Burns, man, about being the lighthouse. You got to be the lighthouse, man. Show everybody a better way. That was really super cool. So, yeah, I'll be the lighthouse today. I'll, I'll be the big fat guy shining a better way.
0: <laughs> so, so you guys came all the way. You came, again, it's your second year. You came all the way from Wyoming. You came all the way from Colorado. Yep, came from
3: Callahan, Colorado.
0: So what, what, are your what are your thoughts so far? What did, what did you think of Hogtoberfest on Yellen? Oh,
3: this was cool. I just remember Michael coming back last year saying what an absolute great time it was and learned a whole lot. So I kind of imposed on Greg, hey, dude, invite me out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and
2: I pushed Greg. I said, can my friends come and play? Because, you know, you got a really nice football. I have a pig skin. Something like that. We're going to Hogtoberfest, so we were going to so we were gonna do something with it.
0: <laughs> Dan, this is your first year because you didn't you you first came to the you didn't start coming around Ohio GSD until uh, turkey butchering. Was turkey my, butchering, yeah. yeah. Dan, this is your second podcast you've been on. Eventually, we'll do a real podcast together. I don't know when though. Not surprised.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so what did so Greg? What are, what were your thoughts of everything? This year two i I said a bunch of times like i it feels like since we started doing this, it feels like uh it feels like we've been hanging out together a lot longer than what it really has, but it's only been a year. You know what I mean It feels like it's been a lot longer, and then I can't believe it's been a year at the same time
4: there's a lot of lot of folks here, and we tend to get together when we need to get shit done, and I think all that adds up, and you get to know folks uh, a little differently than you would a typical neighbor or a different friend when you are butchering animals and learning the old ways. It's a different kind of bond with those folks, and, that, and that's probably why it feels like we've known each other for so long, you know, because we're all trying to get in tune to the same thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so we have this year, though, we're going to be doing a, a B course at the end, and uh, and it's, it's just like I feel like it's just continuing to grow. Like, where do you think – where do you kind of – I don't know. Like, do you ever think – I I don't know why I I had no plan for this podcast, guys. So I was just like, let's just talk. But where do you guys see this going? I mean, it's just so weird. Like, I feel like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and more special.
3: I hate to tell you this, Greg, but I think this is going to keep growing. I can see it growing with as much fun as everybody's had.
4: I mean, I, the idea is for it to grow, but not to grow here. Yeah, you know, this. The, what we're just trying to show people what happens when you when you get together with your community and the idea is not for this to grow and be bigger than what it is it's just to show people this is what you can do when you you know trying to get back to the old ways and you know be the change be the lighthouse and you know get real with life so the idea wouldn't be to have a central place where all this is going on but you'd you'd have everybody all across the country doing something like this and getting to know their local people and building that local community
2: yeah you,
3: you've got a heck of a community here i mean all you guys getting together and doing stuff like this this is really cool
2: that's the whole thing uh here asked where is this going where's it gone and, um how many chickens did you butcher at your house 155 how many chickens did you do greg 130 and you guys helped each other absolutely yeah. right so that's where it went He goes, where is this going Yeah, this event gets bigger every year. You guys add more things. Super excited when I get my invitation. In fact, I brought my wife this time, skeptical about coming because, you know, we're going to butcher a pig. She blew up the lungs, pulled out the heart, (laughs) man, had the greatest time, and told me this is awesome. It is, and it's about the community, right? Uh, You guys do chickens. You guys do turkeys. You guys have done a cow. Right, you guys have okay. built barns together. Uh, built you guys fences. are fences. The where is it going? It's it's building a clanship and a township and a community. To once it takes a town to raise kids, the kids are running everywhere, having the greatest time. They know exactly where their food's coming from. I where's this going? It's changing the world, and it's starting in one community. And you're right. I'm going to take this back, and I tell my friends and the people that I hang out with, like Danielle, and the next cell... Uh, you know he's uh he's showing up and he goes yeah this is a great community we need more Daniel, I've been going to Cohan Colorado teaching beekeeping down there his community's growing because of the stuff he sees at stuff like this communities need to grow and townships need to grow and this this is where it started and right here at your farm so that was super cool and I we've had the greatest time coming here
0: yeah I'm happy that you came back man that was the whole plan when uh I was drinking bush light the non uh the non-squatch beer with dustin thompson at my buddy's house and i was bugging greg i was like hey man uh i always bring a posse with me because i barely knew greg and i go uh so uh i got these free tickets can i bring can i bring michael jordan out because you'd said such things so it was like the community uh, to me oh it already felt special like i'd been up to uh i'd met jim collins over there at medina permaculture And it was like, and I saw all these things coming together and all these people are from Ohio and it's like, what can we do? What can we do to like keep this? Like, what can we do to like all come together? I was like, well, I'll bring Michael out. He's an internet celebrity and we can, uh, we can have him come out. And then he started, he started saying all these, these nice things. And, uh, and then he came back and, and here we are, it's year two. And, and we, like, we just keep bringing cooler and cooler people into the circle. And, uh, yesterday we had a bunch of old timers out too, which yeah, was, that cool. was super
3: cool. That was cool. That they was were cool. talking yeah. about, uh,
2: feral bees that the, you know, I sat down with the gentleman he goes, so do you uh, do wild honey? I said, oh yeah, we got wildflower honey. He goes, no, I mean like when you find feral bees, do you the nurture honey them honey. enough and then take the honey from them? And I go, I usually just leave them alone. He goes. I wish somebody would do that because when we were back in the day, the honey hunters would go out and they'd find the feral bees, and that was like the best honey. And he says they'd come back, you know, stung up, and you'd have this fresh comb. He says, no one brings feral honey anymore. And I'm like, man, I, that sounds dangerous as hell. Where, where are we going? <laughs> you know, I've never heard of, you know. And he said, yeah, I, I can't get wild wild honey. And I think when people say that, they think about wildflower hunting, and the guy's going, no, I want somebody that goes out, climbs the tree finds where it is and digs it out i want that kind of honey i'm like god what's that worth (laughs) you know but that's old time it's like the pork and stuff you guys are doing i've never had head cheese before i've never had it and it was uh incredible my wife looked at me she goes it has eyeballs and mucus and whatever in it and we ate it and it was like buttery garlic and herbs and it was super awesome (laughs) So that stuff's really kind of cool. So that old, you know, the old timers were here, talking about what they saw, how they were glad to come and see this. And one guy says, "This is getting kind of late for me." I was like, "Well, God, it's pretty late for me too." <laughs> well, let's
0: let's break down uh, day one. So um, we had initially planned, and it, this is something that was cool because last year day one, it was kind of a hustle. I felt like we, it was the the first year that we were doing everything that you were doing it, Greg. Um, well. This, it was technically a hogtoberfest too but the first one was just the pilot episode and then the real the real season one episode was last year and you, you kind of got into things because you're rushing with the hog and then it, it didn't go well and then this year it took what happened this year on day one
4: yeah so this year we uh you learned a lot last year by you know when you rush it you know things things can kind of go south and if you don't take the time to have the reverence and have the respect for the animal and, and take a minute uh, everyone who's there to, to to see it and partake in it uh, you know things can kinda go south and I think what we try, try to do here is is be very clear on that you know we're, we're here gathered together we need to be you know of, of the same mind of the same heart to go up with reverence with respect and I think that makes all the difference in the world so Friday we went up uh, to harvest the pig that we had named Friday months before because she was the guilt, and uh, we had the other uh, hog, which was a boar we weren 't quite sure if he was going to have taint or how um, how good the meat was going to be, um, so the plan was to butcher him on Saturday instead so we went up on we went up on friday uh to to butcher butcher the guilt and uh we just we she was not presenting herself for a shot. And we kept trying and kept trying, but she just wasn't presenting herself. Uh, and then the boar kept putting his nose on my barrel and looking me in the eye. And after the third time of him doing that and pushing her out of the way and looking me in the eye, it all of a sudden it just clicked, you know. And it was taking a long time, about maybe 40 minutes, it felt like, to waiting on the guilt. And like, like I told everyone, you know, standing there, you know, these pigs have been here for eight months. We owe it to them to take as long as it takes to make sure it's clean and quick and right and correct. And um, I said that, and then once, once I think, once we spoke those words, um, then it made sense what what was going on, what what I seen the board doing, what I seen the guilt doing, and and that was that. The board presented himself one shot. I had Nate and Jake up in there with me, and I didn't let them know what was what the plan was ahead of time, but it was Nate's honorary stick, his first stick, so I shot. Nate got to stick the boar, and it was clean, and it was quick, and uh, we brought the boar down, and we kept taking our time, and we got him scalded and scraped and, and hung out, and, uh, and that was day one.
0: And then day two... Um, I came later that night because I'd been sick and I'd and I'd wanted to come and it was interesting because I wanted to, because uh, I I'm getting half the guilt and I wanted to be there for it and it was like interesting for the way it worked out because I got a call from Shane saying yeah man he was trying to get the girl and it just the the boar just kept getting in the way and he wouldn't let it happen and so we just decided to go with the boar you just got to go with what it shows and then so day two w- we did the guilt and it was Jake's turn and Jake's uh Jake's is he eleven still or is he twelve? Where's Jake? I
4: don't know. Are you asking a father how old his kids are? No. Yeah, seven no, I would never do that. <laughs> Let's go with ten. I got, I got seven kids. I have seven how old's Jake? Eleven. When I'm in ten, he was he was ten before he stuck the pig. Now he's now he's eighteen. <laughs> yeah. He he's he just took another step to to being a man. They they both did. So Saturday we went up um, you know, knowing that the the we were had the guilt. Um, and we were you know, a little concerned because she was not very presenting at all the day before. So we, we took a moment again, and we, we, you know, we circled up, said a few words, passed around a court jar, and uh, we went up, and, and sure enough, uh, almost immediately, she presented herself, and she put her nose on my barrel. She looked at me in the eye. I said, thank you, and I pulled the trigger. And then I didn't give Jake any heads up. He was right next to me. I gave him the knife and he, he made that final stick on that hog. Then we brought him down and,
0: and worked him up. Yeah, and this year what was what was interesting was, you know, we've we've done we did a hog butchering at Justin's house, Justin Hunt over there. We did Lulu Fest at the Fogels and it was always like it was always like you and me going different places and I was helping a lot and then yesterday it was like everybody wanted to help and I just like well I don't want to get in people's way so like it's like a brand new crew of people helping work in a hog and learning how to do. Oh, Drew, you liar. <laughs> Drew, the only
2: thing you work on is a beer here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is funny how you said that it worked out all for you, right? Because uh, I tried to rush here. And it's just like Greg said, you, and try, I was to, so sick, you yeah. try to push something, it doesn't work. It all works out the way it's supposed to, right? So <laughs> my wife and I, she got off work. I picked her up. We drove as fast as we could, two hours to get to the airport, and missed our flight.
0: You left your phone in the car, too? Yeah, left
2: the phone in the car and all kinds of stuff. And then she looked at me. She goes, well, I guess we should just calm down. We already missed the flight. Next thing, we found the phone. Drew says, well, I'm going to let you know I'm a little sick. And I said, well, we're going to miss our flight. And he goes, oh, right on. Well, it's all worked. Don't rush anything. And it all worked out. You got to see your pig get done. Uh, The hogs presented themselves. uh, When you were describing about the sow, the yesterday that's what made me cry and uh not afraid to admit it the reverence of the poem thank you for giving it to me by the way greg that's i'm gonna have a kid put it in a frame uh when we saw the sal look at him last time she like nodded her head at him like this and he said thanks and then she just kind of leaned forward just like that man it was uh the most interesting i ever saw the whole time the boar pushed the sal away looking at me like no, this is my day. This is my day. This is my damn I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And when that happened, he was there for you. When it came time for the south, she knew she. Well, today's my day, right? And she walked up, gave you the big nod, dude. It was big. Just looked right at you, and, <laughs> and just gave that big old nod. And I heard you say, "Thanks for making this easier on me." Whew, thanks, you know. And then, I mean, it's uh, it broke me up. I'm about ready to do it again, but uh, it's that's
3: incredible. Oh. Yeah, it's the reverence there was just awesome, and this was first year we've been here. Brought the whole family that's out. Incredible, right? that's incredible to do
2: that. You said I have to, I have to do this prayer. We have to do this all right, or it's all wrong, right? And you have to do it all right. Everything has to be perfect. It's just like uh, when I say about beekeeping. I am not the best beekeeper, but we try our best. Take our time, work our bees slow, because they're there for us. I took him out of the tree and that whole thing that's part of your family is on our farm and you looked right at everybody sorry it's going to take time they've been here for eight months dude it's, it's going to take i'll take tomorrow and i love that part i looked right I man i was like you're right you're the man of this farm and all this shit you'll take your time you do what you want i, I like that i i'm going to go get a beer
0: <laughs> should we get uh nate on here to see what he thought about sticking the his first hog no well, i'm good Really? You don't wanna be on your your second favorite podcast? I'm good. You
3: wanna talk about how you felt?
0: How'd you feel?
4: I felt good. I never sticked a hog before. It was pretty nice to know that everyone was there to see me stick a hog and then come down. Then a few hours later I get stung by Lost 15 times in the mouth. Well, There's that. no nothing but that excitement one. around here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, do you want to get on at all and say what you thought? This is your first Oktoberfest. Come on, Sean. Sean Brown. Baby face Sean Brown. Baby face Sean Brown. <laughs> nope, be yeah, Sean Brown. Lucky
1: enough to have a nickname because I don't have enough testosterone to grow face hair, I guess. <laughs> but no i'm in the same boat as you <laughs> and you, it's you okay. have the, the same amount of gray hair as me so you're yes, soul brothers man and he's only
0: he's only 15 years younger than you Sean. <laughs> we're meant to be friends that's what. sweet
1: it was. no it's it's i was talking to Donnell earlier it's just amazing the group of people that we have here and i missed it last year and got to know everybody over the last year and um it, it just feels good to help out yeah you have blood all over you and Sweating and PBR and there's nothing more natural than that. And going with what Michael said, um, I kept thinking the word slow food. So when you think about I come out here to hang out with these guys to get away from all the shit of my regular job. So it seems like you're rushing everything in your life and you come out here and everything slows down for about however many hours you're here. And slow foods better. There's no hurry with anything. Our Class was going to start at what nine o'clock. It's pushing 10. There's thunderstorms rolling in, and nobody nobody cares. We're just hanging out, having a good time.
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks, PBR for you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had uh, donuts and PBR for breakfast. So yeah, that's good. Some well, I think salt uh, pork.
0: I was talking yesterday to uh, um, I don't know where Shana and Mike are. But even crystal like we were just saying like man I just feels like I just feel so relaxed here like I don't have cell phone service which is wonderful like I don't have to worry about who's who's messaging me or anything I just leave it in my car I'm just hanging out and it just like I, I just felt like I was on a cloud yesterday like just like observing myself live and interact with people and it was it's really nice man it's been a long season it's been like a you know big transition year for me and it's like it's nice to have friends that support me or it's nice to have you know people like dan that come
1: out and help me build a structure or well i think it's just part of the crew because i i totally agree with sean that it's life's always quick but regardless what we're doing when we're together everything's just slowed down and it's so much more peaceful and relaxed like i love coming out here just to work and i'll probably push off work on my own farm to come out here and do work on greg's farm (laughs) because just the community aspect and the camaraderie there's nothing else in the world.
0: Yeah, I did that a lot last year too. I yeah. mean, I, I came I came right back the next weekend and we planted all those trees. And uh and it's just like a it was just a great time, man. I, I uh yeah, Greg, I can't uh I just want to say express my gratitude, man. Uh So, I mean, just for having us all here and having 50 plus people come out to your home. <laughs> And it's it, it's nice to just sit back and it's like, you know, we have like all these cars lined up the driveway and on the nobody, road on the road and nobody yeah. bugs us. We just can hang out here and we can be hillbillies and 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 uh, um, fellowship and and enjoy each other's company. So I, it's it's pretty nice, man. I and I appreciate you because I think, you know, you and I talked a lot about this last year because I was. I was pushing to like, hey Greg, let's make it be a big event. You are like, well, it's a private event. I have a family that has to stay here, <laughs> and then it, and then it, we ended up and we had like fifty people last year too, and then it just kickstarted it. A month later, we were at Justin Hunts, and then we had uh, then we did the turkey butchering, and then we went back out to Justin Hunts for the hogs for Dan and his hog, and then it was just event one event after another event, and it was all winter, and then it was like then we all got busy because the farming season happened. And we all had our own stuff we had to do, and then it was, then it was just like, man, we haven't—I hadn't seen Dustin for like four months, and uh, and now we can all come together. It was the end of a season, and now it's like the start. It's like Shindig season again. So I don't—I don't know if anybody has anything to add
1: to that, but I'm just, work's going to hate me because I'm we'll going to be taking a lot of time off to hang out with you people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to say a couple things. I uh, there was a lot of people that didn't show back up that were that I that I wanted to see. I, I missed seeing Joel. Yeah. His family super cool, a uh, super down to earth guy. Vet, lots of vets here. Make it yeah. proud of you guys, right? For everything you guys do, and thanks for showing up and working. And that's the that's kind of odd. Want to come and go to work? There, <laughs> so there's a lot of people that came last time that didn't come this time, and then reached out and said, "Man, I'm sorry I can't come. Sorry I can't come," and was really disappointed to come. We're disappointed you didn't come either, and really sad that you missed out because there's some some phenomenal stuff that went on here again. Uh, Danielle, what are you going to take back to, I mean, you see um, this community, is something I told you about, right? Yeah. That I would like to see something like this grow in the Rocky mountain area. We tried to do a regenerative agriculture conference and purple yeah. such as joy, where it kind of shit on us and all kinds of stuff. I and back, I don't think though, they see what this kind of, what this community just. is. <laughs> I don't, I don't, so I don't think they saw it's blood, guts, tears. It's working together. Uh, there one guy says, I'm going to leave my farm to go help you with your farm. We're taking our time. We're going slow, and for some reason, you sons of bitches are more productive than the people rushing around in their whole lives. So it's kind of odd. So Danielle, when you go back, what do you what do you think? What are you bring back to this? Back to the regen area
3: of, of Rocky Mountains? Oh, I want to I want to try to get the community built like this. I mean, you guys all helping each other—that's just that's huge. You know me. Our regen ag crew we have in Colorado and and Wyoming and stuff, but we're we're so far apart; it makes it hard when you got a barn to build or beehives to to take care of. So it's I'm going to take back, try and figure out. Okay, who else can I rope in so we can start helping each other more? And, and you know, and I don't know if it's if it's a if it's the different area too. Free because, PBR uh, is a great gateway. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever, whatever
0: the Rocky Mountain Brews. But I mean, like Dustin, he. He lives in the, in the suburbs. He, he, he does some cool uh, gardening stuff in his area, but, like, he just likes to come and help out. Oh, Dustin's, yeah. like, the backbone of uh, the GSD crew because he's always the first to want to come out and help and can't wait to come and do work. At Like, the first time I met Dustin, he, he bought trees off me, and then he, he helped me build my hoop house. And that well, was the first time I ever met him.
4: Like Donnell saying, it goes, that goes back to exactly what Greg, Greg wants to see happen, you know not everybody coming out here, you know, it's great that people want to come out and help, but then to have people like Michael and Sheena come down from Michigan, you know, hopefully they take, hopefully they take that home and they, and they pull people in to do stuff there.
0: And we got to and I, and Greg and I talked about this last year and we got busy, but there's like Travis Shulard up there and our, our good buddy, Eric Rosendahl that comes down when he can and, Brad Davies is up there, and it's just like we just need to go up there and say, hey, let's go get drinks or let's, like, help them set something up and then walk away.
4: Well, you know, we, it, everyone's life is busy no matter what you busy your life with. Yeah. And it's about slowing down and, and making the time. You have the time. It's yeah. a matter of making the time. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. If being a part of a community is something that's important to you or that you want to help build, yeah. there are no excuses. Yeah. Whether you have seven kids and this is your third business and you're trying to do a farmstead, there are no excuses. If this is, if this is the, 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 the track that you want your life to rail, you make the time and you show up and you put in the work, not for yourself, but for everybody else too. And the folks that are sitting around and that, that were here this weekend, they come to just be. Yeah, We're taking our time. We're just being us. There's not a single one of us here that's a professional butcher, or a professional farmer, or professional anything. And that's what makes us special, because we're just being. We're being ourselves. We're all going to be a lighthouse of somebody else, and we're all working hard in our own context to be the change. You show up, you put in the work, and that's it. Where this gets tricky is a lot of folks, we find ourselves who do want change in their life, and they do want to head down these roads, and they're hungry for the information. And they're hungry for the community. And unfortunately, there are, there are situations within any business or any set of, of peoples where that can sometimes be taken advantage of. And you can go anywhere and you want. And you can buy community. And you can pay for education. But what's special about what we do is there's none of that. I don't want people's money. I don't even want their time. I just want them to be them. And help to, to you know, keep community, old-timer community going. You know, no one paid to be here.
0: Yeah, it was something that was interesting was uh, our good buddy Jeremy Hill's brother was here yesterday. Or his da- father was here. Old-timers. Old-timers, and, 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 just and, and like his... my grandfather. And it was the same stuff, like what he was saying to, to MJ. Like, yeah, people would come and... Take that, honey. Like uh, my grandpa, I remember we were talking the other day. I was, I listened to your podcast, and you were talking about how long eggs can last. And I said, Pa, you know how long eggs can last, from that." He goes, "No, I don't, buddy. If we had eggs, we ate them. Otherwise, we were starving." <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea how long eggs could last. He goes, "Yeah, we used to hunt honey all the time. We'd eat berries and everything because, buddy, we had to eat. Like that's what we had to do to survive. And like he, like I, I was, I'd always tell him, like, hey." You know, we just butchered all these chickens. He's like, "Good, you need to know that." I, I never really liked that. I just liked playing music while they were doing that. Like, I always liked the music. That was my brother John. Brother John did that stuff. So I always eat, but I'd always be there to. I'd always be there, smiling, playing music, and that was what I did. And it was like just that was his part in the community, and that was always what he did. So it's 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 when, um.
4: When old timers drive, when oh, an old, an old old timers drive, in almost two hours, to come see. You know all these young wannabe hillbillies wow, that's butcher funny. a hog, and they're standing there all as one as, as one community, and they're passing down stories and they're showing pictures, black and white pictures of when that old timer was knee high to a grasshopper next to a 900 pound hog with his dad with a scald pot behind it, and he wanted to come and show that to you and and share that. I mean, huh. that that's what that's what this is about. This is. And I made it very well known. And I told them, when we do this, I'm upfront and honest. And I let everybody know, we have the choice to do this right now. We privilege. are choosing to live like this. We are choosing to take lives in our own hands. We, it's a privilege. And every time that we do this, when we get together, we honor the old timers and the old ways that did this to eat and to survive and to feed themselves. And they did it in a way. That next year, the trees weren't devastated. The pastures weren't mudlots.
3: What did they say when, uh, when they were leaving? What did they think he, about so, all this?
4: Well, they, they, they come up and said, I really want to thank you for inviting us out. We had a really great time.
2: And they were the smart ones, right? They all left early. And didn't get drunk or made ass of themselves we and all kinds of stuff. I got right?
0: drunk the night before. We really didn't get drunk last night. That's what we <laughs> talked about. We were like, man, it's so much more chill this year. I think last year it was like a lot of people didn't know each other, so I was like, let's make a big party. And so, like, me and you went to the the, uh, the beer spot, and we got, like, six growlers that you try all the beers. <laughs> and we were like, and then Senior had all the Sassafras meat and all the Sassafras beer. And, and it was like last year was more of a party, but this year it was more of, like, a family thing yeah totally more uh that's what kurt henry everybody got uh,
2: together the uh, when I came to your second annual one it was like a huge freaking party of education you would go to different areas and here try our moonshine here try our pie right i mean it was it was so much stuff going on and here people are no uh do you need someone to tend the smokehouse do you need someone to go gather more wood Uh, i'm gonna grab a trash bag i'm gonna get some of this trash the community just kind of went from hey we all met for this uh college party and it's all going good to that college party dude we can't let it stop and the only way to make it last is we got to keep everything working
4: we went from a frat party to a family
2: reunion yeah, yeah. to a family yeah glad to see it, so we glad went, we to eat in some ear pie
0: midnight last night all of us every night and i don't think we i don't think we ate uh i don't think we ate until midnight the last time no, we, we all know we yeah. all
4: know how much work there is still to do when the sun comes up yeah. And for you know
2: Yeah, the kids were up feeding, right? People are running around getting their stuff going. And as everybody said, it was not a rush to do it. Everybody's just getting up, going around, getting stuff going. And I like the aspect, Greg, you say every time. It's not about I don't want you I don't want you to jump in here, I want you to ease into it. All this stuff looks great, man. I, I go to a lot of farms. I teach a lot of places. And they're awesome. They're really great, but they're work. And when you have events like this and you show people what you do, the economic cost to eat good food and to live like this is expensive. I'm going to let everybody know that right now. It's, it, this is not a cheap lifestyle. A lifestyle that you chose is hard. You're winning. Winners have hard lives, brother. Right, because if people would always win, we'd have a lot of them. And there's a lot of losers in this world that complain and whine and want things. Right, And you're not complaining, you're not whining, and you're bleeding, and you're working hard, and you're winning. Because winners are made, they're not given. And when you, if you want to learn this stuff, it takes time. It doesn't cost anything but your time at your place. Right, You're not charging people to learn this stuff. You're, they're not lining up and saying, hey, do you got a book that I could read that maybe I could get this done? You don't no. Here's a knife, and I'm going to teach you how to cut around the lungs. I'm going to teach you how to get the heart out. We're going to cook it. We're going to process it. Do you want to try some? Because most of the time the guy's going to say, well, "You want to try some? It's 15 bucks." And that's a that's a fabulous thing to kind of realize that when you're all said and done, I want you to make head cheese out of your hog the next time and bring it, and we'll try yours. And the one lady did, and she said, "I never would have done it unless I came here." And we ate head. That was the first time I ate head cheese. And it's exotic. It's exotic, man.
0: We had a head cheese competition. Justin Hunt brought some. He brought some.
2: So you guys did a whole... See, and that's the whole difference is this isn't costing me anything but my time. Now, don't get me wrong. Plane tickets. I'm, You know, your business you got to run. But as we said before, productive people do productive things. I'll miss a day of sleep.
4: You know why that's I'll make shit happen
2: because I want to be a winner like you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You say it just cost me my time, but... Time is the only thing. Time is the <laughs> single most valuable asset. asset that all of us have in our life. I don't want somebody's money. If someone gives me their time and they open up their heart, you can't put a price on that. Yeah, and that's what we—that's what we do here. Yeah, it's that simple.
0: I wanted to—I wanted to get Jacob Mike to see what he thought. What did you think when you first stuck your first pig yesterday?
1: Uh, I thought it was pretty cool.
0: You did a great job, by the way. It was, uh, and she started kicking a lot, too, and that was something else that I noticed. Like, Greg, like, wanted to try to uh, hold her down, and then he just kind of let her be, and then you guys could stick her again. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Another side?
0: Yeah. So what, What? It, so you've helped us. You've been in all the, the pig butcherings. You guys would get up early um, after Hogtoberfest, do all your chores so you could come down to Justin's again when mm-hmm. me when you guys picked me up again. I mean, so what it so that was like how many pigs have you seen and that uh, we've we've helped work over and this is the first time you stuck it?
1: I've seen like um, Yeah, a few quite a few. A few
2: dozen,
1: huh? I don't know about a few dozen oh. but quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah. When you walked down there, man, and you Give. saw the pig and stuff and
2: your dad handed you the knife, well, how'd you feel? Um, I mean that pig's been on your farm and you fed it every day. How'd you
1: feel? I don't
4: know. Were you expecting me like... to hand you the knife? No. How'd you feel when I said a mirror? You weren't expecting, I didn't tell you I was going to hand you a knife. Mm-mm. And you were there and I called you over and I handed you the knife. mm mm-hmm. How'd you feel?
1: Honored.
2: Yeah? Were you scared at all? Do you knew you are were... yeah? Yeah. You know you... Yeah. It's okay, right? I... You walked right in there, right, and you did it, and that was super cool. Yeah. And I never, uh, you never looked back, and it's, uh, it's, a whole different, it's a whole different thing. Uh, I've never done a pig. I've done deer, and that was the coolest thing that we talked about the last time when we all sat down is that it's one thing to go out and hunt a deer and shoot it, and you have no connection. Son, you had a connection with that pig, and you walked in there, and you did your business, and it went from a, a family member to food. And you changed you changed your whole aspect of your life and you never looked back and that's super awesome. Right? That as your dad said this was a, a right for him to move on to see what it was, because you had to you had to get down there and you had to kneel by something that you fed every day. That you had to look in the eye and say, Man, I'm I'm thankful you're here. You're tilling our fields, you're a good companion, a good friend.
0: Have you ever given that big belly rub?
1: Hmm, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably many times.
0: Yeah. It's intense man well that was he did a great job you did a great job man i think just being your honorary uncle drew i think we were all i was super proud of you we're all proud of you man so i think you and nate both i mean it's uh man i think it, it's something that we we didn't necessarily have that opportunity as a kid and i think i think uh we all feel special in a way that we can all help and be a part of bringing you guys up like this or like it like interacting with you guys changes me as much as it as you guys think I'm cool for some reason. Well, at least Nate sometimes does. Jake, I don't know if he still does.
4: Nate says you've been pod fading.
0: Pod fading. Have I been pod fading? What's that? Well, you got talking the mic, buddy. What the heck is pod fading? <laughs> I hate that term so much. Um. But anyways, we're at uh, we're at a half hour. Actually, we're almost at forty minutes. We've we 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 got a B to class to, to get to and a hog to work we got up. Some
4: stuff to get out of the smoker and cook down. And
0: yeah, uh, anything that we want to add before?
1: How many farms were farms, homesteads, farmsteads were represented out here over the last three days? Oh, jeez,
0: a lot. Because Ashmore uh, Farmer true. came, we had some Ohio. That was cool too because you invited some of the Ohio homesteader people. Right, that weren't in think, the normal yeah, crew.
4: you know, some t- yeah.
0: And she said um, Ashmore Farmer. She was saying like, oh, I d- like. How did you learn how to do this? You're just like YouTube University. And she goes, yeah, I, I forget how she said she had learned, but she goes, I like the way you do it because I'm, I'm noticing how much I'm wasting that I don't want to waste. And yeah. that was, that was like really cool. There was a lot of cool things yesterday, but I think there was at least probably 40 what's that homesteads that were here 40
4: oh well i i was looking back at the picture i think that was before everyone got here there was i can't even remember there there, there's we'll look back there's more than there's 50 plus people and kids running around i mean there's um just here in ohio i'm gonna leave somebody out so i hate to even say yeah. it but there's there was uh one two three four five uh six six homesteads three farms and then, of course, you've got uh, Bee Friendly Company. You've got Freeman Family Farm. You've got Sweet Meadows Farm right here this morning. Um, you got Shane McClellan. He's of course, is a homestead Red Dog Ranch. Christy and Dan are here. Uh, Justin. And the Thompson Ranch. Yeah, Thompson representing Ranch. Representing here. Black Kurt Henry's lurking here behind us, staying out of Mike range. <laughs> He's going to have some fun stuff coming up here. Safely. <laughs> Safely. I mean, you've got, uh, you got Justin Hunt and um instigator instigator at at that large yeah my and Michael from Michigan i mean it's um antidote farm it's my the, brother the, it's Justin's place my brother
0: came down from Toledo right um
4: and that's i mean it's it's i mean it's I, like i said it's it's I'm honored that folks will travel across the country uh to to be here and to be a part of all this. And I I I hope the takeaway is that it's it's not what we're doing. It's not where we're doing it at. It's just us coming together just to be. And I think that's what folks should take away and take take back home. And you know, once you get real with that and, and that is um that's the reason why you're doing things, things just work out.
3: I just wanted to thank you and Susan Gregg for having us out. I mean this is just this is so awesome. I'm glad really, you guys came. Really appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. I was excited to hear you guys coming, man. I was excited to meet you, Doniel. And it's like. Neil. Uh, what? Don-Neil. Don-Neil. Neal. Don Neal. Saying your name Don Neal. Don Neal. Don Neal. Don and Neil mixed together. Don Neal. Don Neal. Yeah. Big well, D for short. Sorry that I fucked your name <laughs> up this the whole big time. Big D? <laughs> <laughs> big D. Big D for short. Or for long. Well, it's cool to, to get the, uh, the Rocky Mountain crew with the uh, Appalachian Foothill crew and uh it's it's been fun man so i i appreciate everyone my life has changed in the past year like so much for the better i can't even put into words what what kind of uh how my life has changed positively and i never never would have thought it would have and i I think everybody could probably relate to what i'm saying in their own way so um i appreciate everything you, you do greg and for having us all here so we could all come together and Hopefully we can inspire others to do similar things in other places.
4: Remember, be the change. Be the lighthouse.